I'm Paul Wagner. Join me as I dig deep into the mysterious case of the Potomac River Rapist. Listen to Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's award-winning American Nightmare podcast series, available now wherever you get your podcasts. I know who's at the league meeting today in a similar note. Why lawyers for 40 former Washington Commanders employees are threatening to sue the NFL. I'm Mike Marillo. Four dead in a Prince William County home. Now another man who lived there charged in the killings. I'm Neil Augenstein. It's 10 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Jennifer Kuyper in Chicago. Just weeks before the midterm elections, President Biden will speak tomorrow about his efforts to keep gas prices steady. CBS's Stephen Portnoy. No president has used America's emergency supply of oil to the extent Joe Biden has. This latest release of 15 million more barrels in December will complete the drawdown from the strategic reserve that the president initiated last March. But aides say additional releases are possible this winter with decisions driven by market forces and global supply. The OPEC Plus cartel announced this month it will cut its combined output by 2 million barrels a day. Republican critics say Mr. Biden has taken America's stockpile down to historic lows. Winter has come early to a portion of the Midwest. CBS's Omar Villafranca. Instead of falling leaves, more than a foot of snow blanketed parts of Michigan, leaving a mess for work crews. We didn't expect this much heavy snow because along with the heavy snow, we have branches down all over. In the last 48 hours, Ironwood and Marquette, Michigan, recorded more than 13 inches of snow. As Ukrainian residents prepare for winter, Russia targets its airstrikes on power and water plants. CBS's Holly Williams in Ukraine. Long-term power outages could be devastating for the military, the public, and everyone's morale. And that's probably the whole point. It's not the first time that Russia's attacked Ukraine's critical infrastructure. Even before the invasion in 2015, suspected Russian hackers managed to switch off the lights for nearly a quarter of a million people. A California jury finds Paul Flores guilty of murdering classmate Kristen Smart in 1996. He was the last person seen with her. Prosecutors laid out a case that Smart was killed on her way back to her dorm during a rape or attempted rape attempt after a, uh, an off-campus party. Uh, Stan Smart is Kristen's father. After 26 years with today's split verdicts, we learned that our quest for justice for Kristen will continue. Flores now faces 25 years to life in prison. His father was cleared by a separate jury of trying to conceal the crime. Smart's body has not been found. The first NFL owner to publicly say that Dan Snyder of the Washington Commander should go is Jim Arce of the Colts. Snyder has faced years of scandals and investigations into workplace misconduct. NFL Commissioner Roger Goodell says on the NFL Network. Everyone deserves a fair opportunity. Uh, we'll see what the results of the next investigation is, and we'll go from there. The Yankees will be in Houston to face the Astros in Game 1 of the ALCS tomorrow night. The Yankees beat the Cleveland Guardians 5-1 to in the decisive Game 5 of their AL Division Series. This is CBS News. You need to hire? Indeed is with you every step of the way. Helping you attract, interview, and hire candidates all from one place. Visit Indeed.com slash credit. 10.03 on WTOP on this Tuesday evening, October 18th, 2022. Chantilly at 42 degrees, down to the middle 20s late.
Good evening, I'm Dimitri Sotis for the top local stories we're following this hour, and we bring you more about what was just mentioned on CBS News. New developments tonight regarding the future of Dan Snyder with the Washington Commanders. Indianapolis Colts owner Jim Ursay has taken the harshest stance yet against Snyder. Speaking with reporters at today's NFL owners meeting, Ursay says he believes there is merit to removing Snyder as the owner. You know, I think it's something that has to be given serious consideration. Ursay says he thinks that there could potentially be 24 votes to remove Snyder. It's the magic number of owners who would have to agree to kick an owner out of the NFL entirely. The owners were meeting in New York tonight with Tanya Snyder, Dan Snyder's wife representing the commander's organization, also team president Jason Wright. We've got a live update on the way with a sports writer who was there today at the NFL meeting. Coming up in just six minutes, so stay with us. Meantime, lawyers representing more than 40 former Washington Commander's employees are threatening to sue the NFL. This comes after reports that their clients' participation in an investigation into allegations of a toxic work environment may have been used against them by the team and Dan Snyder. D.C. attorneys Lisa Banks and Deborah Katz claim after participating in the report done by Beth Wilkinson, many of their clients faced harassment, retaliation, and even public disparagement. This after they were promised their identities would not be disclosed if they took part. The letter to the NFL commissioner, Roger Goodell, comes after an ESPN article claimed that lawyers for the commanders use the report to come up with an enemies list. If true, Banks and Katz call the acts morally reprehensible. The two are asking for a meeting with Goodell and also for the report to be released since they claim the main reason they were told it wasn't was to protect the identity of witnesses. In response to all this, a commander spokesperson says neither the team or Dan Snyder was ever advised by the NFL, Wilkinson, or anyone else about the progress of the investigation or who had been interviewed in connection with it, either during the investigation or afterwards. Also, Snyder, in a letter to other team owners, says the ESPN report contains false and malicious statements and that ESPN ignored the team's efforts to correct falsehoods. He also says the allegations that he hired lawyers and private investigators to look into other team owners and Goodell is patently false and intended to erode the trust and goodwill between owners, something he wrote he takes quite seriously. Mike Marillo, WTOP News. WTOP has reached out to the NFL for comment, but we believe they're quite busy at the moment. New this evening, an update to a story we first brought you about a night ago. Fairfax County police have arrested a suspect in the rape of a woman in her hotel room in Vienna, Virginia. Police say he entered the woman's unlocked hotel room and physically and sexually assaulted. man who knew the victim chased the suspect and said that suspect pointed a gun at him. Surveillance cameras at the hotel on Westwood Center Drive and at the Eastern Market Metro Station captured images of the man. Fairfax County Police wrote on Twitter tonight they have a suspect in custody, though there's no other information about him yet. A man is under arrest this evening charged in the deaths of four people who were found yesterday in a Prince William County home. WTOP's Neil Augenstein with that. The 911 call had come in from a man who said someone had fired into the home on Mansfield Cordon that someone may have been killed. The person who had called our emergency communication center was actually the suspect. 24-year-old David Nathaniel Maine is charged with four counts of second-degree murder, says Prince William County Police Chief Peter Newsham. All of the victims lived in the home. Two adults that were married, their daughter, and then the fourth victim was a gentleman who lived in the home he was renting. He says the suspect also lived in the home and had some sort of connection to another housemate who wasn't there at the time of the killings. Neil Loganstein, WTOP News. The final vote on a plan to allow non-citizens to vote in local elections here in the nation's capital has passed. WTOP's Kate Ryan reports. D.C. residents who are undocumented or are green card holders, for example, could be voting in local elections by 2024. 
That's because the D.C. Council passed a measure allowing non-citizens to vote. Twelve of the 13 members voted in favor. Councilmember Vince Gray was absent. Under the legislation, non-citizens could vote in local but not federal elections. D.C. is not the only place in our region where non-citizens can cast a ballot in local races. Hyattsville and Tacoma Park have passed similar laws. Next step for the legislation? It goes to Mayor Muriel Bowser for her signature. It's also subject to review by Congress. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. Coming up on WTOP, after traffic and weather for the first time, an NFL owner has gone on record saying Dan Snyder of the Commanders should be out of the league. We'll get into that in minutes with an Associated Press sports writer who was at today's NFL owners meeting in New York. Stay close to WTOP at 10.08. Slow or clogged drains? Call Michael and Son and get $100 off a train cleaning today. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks. Checking in again with Bob Imler in the traffic center. Well, around the Beltway, things are generally good to go, except for a work zone now set up on the inner loop after Connecticut Avenue, getting by two lanes to the right, headed toward Georgia Avenue. But just with a brief slowdown, Greenbelt Road has been closed both ways west of Good Luck Road with a serious crash. At 50 out to the Bay Bridge is without delay. 95 northbound working on the right side, approaching the Baltimore Beltway southbound as well. And uh, traffic on 270 down to a single lane of the left southbound between I-70 and Route 85. Northbound lanes are open. Now, traffic on the Baltimore-Washington Parkway northbound before 195 also has a work zone again tonight, getting by a single file of the left. In Virginia, they're working on 95 northbound just after exit 136 Centerport Parkway, getting by single file to the left. They're also working on 28 southbound to 466. Single right lane is getting by there. And on 66, for now, traffic continues to run well. Dulles Airport Access Road westbound beginning at Hunter Mill. Headed toward the airport, you get by single file past the work zone again tonight. Can't find the new car you're looking for? Try a Fitzway used car. Next to a new car, a Fitzway car is best. Visit Fitzmall.com for a good and safe car you can trust. That's the Fitzway. Bob Imler, WTLP Traffic. Storm Team 4's Mike Stenifer. Could be the end of the growing season across much of the region tonight. There's a freeze warning for northern Virginia and the far northern suburbs of Maryland, and there's a frost advisory for the rest of our region. For tonight, it's going to be clear to part of It's going to be a cold night, and all of us will see a risk of frost and freezing temperatures. Lows will be in the low to mid-30s suburbs, upper 30s closer into the district. Partly sunny skies on Wednesday, and once again, a breezy and a chill day with highs only in the middle 50s. Partly cloudy skies on Thursday, the start of a warming trend. Highs upper 50s to lower 60s. Then nice on Friday, partly cloudy with highs in the mid to upper 60s. Going to be a great weekend. Look for plenty of sunshine on Saturday with a high in the low 70s. Sunshine a little warmer by Sunday with a high in the middle 70s. I'm Storm Team 4 Meteorologist Mike Stinnerford. Tonight at Fort Belvoir, we're at 44. Foggy Bottom, 47. Silver Spring, 47. Some parts of our area all the way down to the 20s were brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today. Schedule your free in-home estimate. We had promised you an interview with a sports writer from the Associated Press who was at the NFL meetings today when the bombshell news about Dan Snyder came out. We're still working on getting a hold of him, and when we do, we'll bring that interview to you hopefully just a little later this half hour. Some other news tonight at 10:11. It's seen as a first step toward reform at the D.C. Housing Authority. The D.C. Council today unanimously passed a housing accountability bill. A recent report by the Federal Department of Housing and Urban Development found the district's public housing authority failed to provide decent, safe, and sanitary housing for residents in need. The measure the council passed today includes a requirement that board members and the executive director receive extensive training with topics including ethics, public housing, and fair housing, just to name a few. 
The bill's sponsor, Councilmember Alyssa Silverman, said in a statement after the vote, we need to start at the top and make sure the people who manage and make decisions know what they're doing. Environmentalists in Maryland are celebrating half a century of the Federal Clean Water Act by criticizing state and federal governments. They say leaders in these governments have not enforced the law, and because of that, the Chesapeake Bay remains quite polluted. For years, environmentalists like Eric Schaefer with the Environmental Integrity Project have screamed about the impact agriculture has on polluting the Chesapeake Bay. 42% of the nitrogen, 55% of the phosphorus, and 60% of the sediment in the bay comes from agriculture. State Senator Paul Pinsky says understaffing at the state's Department of the Environment means fewer inspections. They discovered fewer infractions, and when they did, they were less likely to take any enforcement action. Environmental advocates hope a recently passed law will force DOE to hire the needed staff to conduct inspections. John Dome in WTOP News. Hitachi is coming to Hagerstown, Maryland, and when it finishes its new factory, it's going to start churning out new rail cars for Metro. It's a big project. The $70 million factory will be building trains of all types to be used throughout North America. The first cars to roll off the line will be part of Hitachi's $2.2 billion deal to upgrade Metro's fleet. Maryland's Governor Larry Hogan. The job creation potential and associated economic uh, development benefits, economic benefits, are an absolute game changer for this region and for the entire state. The factory is set to open in early 2024. Christy King, WTOP News. Still ahead here on WTOP, what's happening in the NFL and playoff baseball and more. 1013. If you own or operate a building or facility, or if you're a general contractor that is located or operates in the D.C. area, there's no doubt that it is important for you to have the best trained and most qualified people working for you. And it is a well-known fact that the members of Steamfitters UA Local 602 and the over 200 companies that we work for provide the highest level of HVAC, mechanical, and specialty piping services to the various customers we serve. So if you are in the need of hiring a company to install, retrofit, service, repair, or maintain your heating and air conditioning, refrigeration and cold storage, lab gas and medical gas systems, and the related equipment, components, and piping, the best choice for you is a company that employs the members of Steamfitters UA Local 602. For more information about the services we provide and for a list of companies you can hire, please visit steamfitters-602.org. That's steamfitters-602.org. 10-14. D.C. Sports Huddle listeners, want to put your pro football picking skills to the test? Visit MGM National Harbor to play Beat the Book at any of our BetMGM kiosks. Get more picks correct than our book, and you could win a share of $15,000 in free play. Each week, visit between Tuesdays and Sundays at 11 a.m. to participate in this free-to-play game. And if you're searching for a great game-watching destination, check out Tap Sports Bar for music, food, and drink specials every Sunday. Must be 21. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or 1-800-GAMBLER. What if road trips didn't have roads? What if there were no interstate highways to travel on or breathtaking national parks to travel to? Luckily, we'll never have to ask what if, all thanks to federal workers like you. That's why GEHA offers health and dental benefits exclusively to federal employees and retirees, military retirees, and their families. Because everything GEHA stands for starts with you. GEHA. Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. 10-15 with Rob Woodfork. All right, the NFL did not take an official vote on the status of Washington Commanders owner Dan Snyder, but another owner spoke out at the quarterly league meetings. Jim Ursay said today on the record 
He believes there's merit to remove the controversial Snyder. I just think that once owners talk amongst each other, they'll arrive to the right decision. And my belief is that, unfortunately, I believe that that's the road we probably need to go down and we just need to finish the investigation. But it's gravely concerning to me the things that have occurred there over the last 20 years. Snyder shot back shortly after that, saying in a statement that Ursay's remarks were highly inappropriate, and Commissioner Roger Goodell said he was not surprised by Ursay's remarks. More Commander's news back home. Ron Rivera confirming Taylor Heineke will start at quarterback. Carson Wentz still on the mend out in Los Angeles. And also, William Jackson denied he requested a trade out of Washington. This team is not boring. Game one of the National League Championship Series appears to be decided by a couple of former Nationals. The Phillies... Right now, leading the Padres in San Diego 2 nothing through seven innings thanks to solo home runs from Bryce Harper and Kyle Schwarber. The latter hitting a Schwarber bomb that traveled 488 feet. Zach Wheeler threw uh, seven innings, uh, giving up no score, struck out eight, only giving up a hit. He's in line for the win. The decisive game five of the ALDS in New York saw the Yankees cruise to a 5-1 win over the Guardians. They're off to the championship round. To see our old friend Dusty Baker's Houston Astros, uh, they uh, beat the pinstripes five out of seven meetings in the regular season. So we'll see how it goes now. Rob Woodfork, WTOP Sports. Top stories we're following for you tonight on WTOP. President Biden is promising to reinstate federal protections to abortion access if Democrats control enough seats in Congress next year. Polls show that'll be difficult in the House, may not even happen in the Senate. A 24-year-old Dale City man is accused of killing the four people he lived with yesterday. Now David Maine is charged with four counts of second-degree murder. Prince William County Police is still working on a motive for the killings. Some of the victims, but not all, had been shot to death. Igor Denchenko, the primary source for the infamous Trump-Russia dossier, was acquitted today of four counts of lying to the FBI. It's being called an embarrassing defeat for special counsel John Durham. He has taken two cases to trial. Both have ended in acquittals. Stay with WTOP for more about these stories in minutes. President Biden now responding to recent oil production cuts announced by OPEC Plus nations. Here's CBS News correspondent John Dickerson. The president will announce he is releasing 15 million barrels from America's Strategic Petroleum Reserve in an effort to bring those prices down. But to put that in context, the U.S. uses nearly 20 million barrels of oil every day. The president also plans to announce more oil sales are possible in the coming months. The Strategic Petroleum Reserve is at its lowest level since 1984 with roughly 400 million barrels of oil. 1018. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks. We're back with Bob Imler in the traffic center. Well, now they are working both ways on 270 near Route 85 at Buckystown. You're getting by a single file to the left in each direction around the work zone. And they're also working on 95 in both directions near the Baltimore Beltway uh, south of town, uh, south of Caton Avenue. You're getting by to the left past those work zones tonight. Meanwhile, Baltimore-Washington Parkway also has road work near 195. Single left lane is getting by and 50 westbound approaching Baydale Drive and toward the Severn River Bridge. Single right lane is getting past the work zone. Greenbelt Road at last report still closed in both directions west of Goodluck Road with a serious crash in the investigation. And in Virginia, 95 northbound, you've got uh, construction got down to a single lane uh, after Centerport Parkway on the northbound side. Exit 136. Single left lane gets by southbound 28 down to a single lane at the right. Uh, approaching 66. Back on the Beltway in Maryland, there are a couple of work zones now. Interloop in Montgomery County after Connecticut Avenue. Two right lanes get by, and they're also working once again past Andrews on the outer loop after Route 4. 
getting by two lanes to the left. Bob Inwood, WTOP Traffic. Storm Team 4's Mike Stenifer. It is going to be a cold night. There's a freeze warning for northern Virginia and far northern Maryland and the rest of our areas under a frost advisory. For tonight, clear to partly cloudy and cold with the risk of frost and freezing temperatures. Our lows low to mid-30 suburbs, upper 30s in the district. Partly sunny skies, breezy and chilly again on Wednesday. Our highs only in the mid-50s. Partly cloudy warmer on Thursday, a high near 60. Friday, partly cloudy warmer, highs mid-upper 60s. And great weather coming our way this weekend. I'm Storm Team 4's Mike Stenaford. College Park has 47, Fairfax City 42, and along the National Mall we're at 47 degrees. Not too close to freezing, but we'll get there and colder even, even into the 20s in some far northern and western suburbs late tonight. We're brought to you by New Look Home Design, the roofing experts. Call 1-800-279-5300. Now 1020. This is WTOP News. We do have breaking news tonight on WTOP regarding the future of owner Dan Snyder with the Washington Commanders. Indianapolis Colts owner Jim Irsay has taken the harshest stance yet against Snyder. Speaking with reporters at today's NFL owners meeting in New York, Irsay says he believes there's a case to be made to kick Snyder out of the league. From the things that I've heard, um, I want to hold my final um, opinion. You know, it's a difficult situation. Um, you know, I believe that there's merit to remove him as owner. Irsay says he thinks there could potentially be 24 votes to remove Snyder. That's what it would take to kick him out. A team spokesperson is responding this way. It is highly inappropriate but not surprising that Mr. Ursay opted to make statements publicly based on falsehoods in the media. The Snyders also say they will not sell the team. Let's take you live tonight to Associated Press sports writer Steve Wino. He was at today's meetings where Ursay spoke. Quite an extraordinary uh, afternoon and evening, Steve. What would you add to how we've set this up tonight? Yeah, Dimitri, this was a shocker to everybody because we all figured that Roger Goodell would have his owners in line and basically tell them, don't say anything about this. Wait until after Mary Jo White's investigation and then kind of render judgment on this. And Jim Irsay, the one owner who was really willing to go out there and say what I think a lot of owners are thinking, that the ESPN report and certainly what we've known from the congressional investigation, uh, the, the, the Beth Wilkinson investigation, and now Mary Jo White's ongoing investigation, that there's a lot of concerns for owners, and, and whether it's the, the sexual harassment and, and toxic workplace, or even some of the financial ramifications that Mary Jo White is looking into, uh, you have to believe more owners than just Jim Ursay can, are concerned about the insider owning Washington Commanders. Ursay has been open about struggles with substance abuse and mental illness. It's now a big theme of his team's philanthropic work to get people who are struggling to reach out for help. Uh, I, I wonder if in 2022 we've gotten to the point where Ursay's past will not get dragged into this. Yeah, and that's the thing. is, it, it, What is amazing is after that ESPN report about Snyder having enough dirt, as, as ESPN reported, to kind of at least uh, make owners question or Roger Goodell question whether they would want to go after him, Jim Ursay's had his out in the public eye. And, and it addressed some of his problems. And that honestly makes it this even more newsworthy than one of the other owners out there who might be someone you would say does have kind of unwritten scandals or uncovered scandals. Jim Irsay is a guy who it's been well documented, just like Jerry Jones, just like Robert Kraft, of having problems out there. And if nothing else, that may open him up to being more critical of Dan Snyder than others. As long as the owners remain silent, and I'm slightly repeating what you've been telling us, as long as the owners remain silent and it was just, uh, you know, quotes to the media without a name attached, it was one thing. Do you think that Ursay has kind of broken the uh, broken open the dam here? I, I do. I, I think so, at least in, in giving us idea of what these guys are thinking. And, and, and I did get the indication of my colleague, Rob Motti, 
who was here with me, that, that there are other owners who do feel like they would vote in favor of, of, of getting rid of Dan Snyder at this point. And, and over the past few months, even as the congressional investigation has been simmering, I really didn't think they were anywhere close to 24 votes. And Jim Ursay saying he did think there was a possibility of 24 votes. We're still not there yet. I still, I still don't think we're to the point where a lot of other owners are going to publicly speak out against Dan Snyder because this is not really the, their, their guy's kind of M.O. to do that. But once this Mary Jo White investigation is over, which could be as soon as this week or next week, uh, there could be a, a, a huge rush to judgment either in favor of Daniel Snyder or, or, or the other way around. Uh, and, and depending on what the information is dug up by Mary Jo White, in addition to everything we know from Beth Wilkinson and Congress. A final thought about, uh, you know, a lot of people follow the NFL schedule for their team, not so much the front office schedule. Would we have to wait for a winter meeting for a vote to be taken? It does seem like December would be the next time for a meeting. It's not that much longer. Uh, another December meeting in New York. But the NFL owners do have the ability at any point to call a meeting together if they need to vote on something. Uh, and, and, and certainly if we have the results of an investigation sooner than later, that could be happening later this fall. Really appreciate the update, Steve. Good to have you here tonight. Thanks, Dimitri. Have a good one. Steve Wino there, Associated Press sports writer. He was at today's meetings where all this may have broken open with Jim Ursay, the Colts owner, talking about removing Dan Snyder from the NFL ownership. Stay close to WTOP for all the latest tonight. At GW Hospital, we are here for the defining moments of your life. We are defining medicine. We've got you covered from emergency treatment in our level one trauma center and specialty services to outpatient rehabilitation, routine care, and beyond. Find us in the heart of D.C., steps away from buses, metro stops, and parking garages. When you think healthcare, think GW Hospital. To make an appointment, call 888-4GW-DOCS or visit us online at GWHospital.com. Physicians are not employees or agents at this hospital. Money News 25 and 55 with Jeff Claybaugh. The Dow gained another 338 points Tuesday. That's a 1% gain. A home builder survey shows optimism is half what it was just six months ago and the lowest in 10 years. Microsoft has cut another 1,000 jobs after posting its slowest revenue growth in five years last quarter. Putt Shack will bring multiple high-tech mini golf courses and bars to Reston Station. Its Bluetooth golf balls keep score. Jeff Claybaugh. WTOP News. We've got a mixed picture in the Asian markets tonight. Hong Kong down nearly 1%, but South Korea up half a percent. Australia half a percent higher. 1% gains for Tokyo stocks. Still ahead here on WTOP, your middle of the week forecast with below freezing temperatures tonight. And then we'll get into this NFL controversy surrounding Dan Snyder and whether his fellow owners may have enough votes now to remove him from power. And then we'll take a look at another debate tonight. They've been coming in very quickly with Val Demings and Marco Rubio battling for that Senate seat in Florida. Going at it tonight. Stay with us. Here's Mario Orsini, Associate Director of Security with Raytheon Intelligence and Space. October is Cybersecurity Awareness Month when we focus on safer, trusted, and more secure online experiences. At Raytheon Intelligence and Space, every day is about cybersecurity. We break the definition of cyber defense, hiring the sharpest minds, using our understanding of how actors think to actively hunt threats, and designing one-of-a-kind, never-been-done-before solutions to protect our nation's most vital infrastructure and our way of life. Visit rtx.com slash cyber. For federal cybersecurity professionals, the mission is clear. Defend U.S. government networks, data, and people. As a leading American cybersecurity company, Fortinet Federal is focused on trusted cybersecurity for government everywhere you need it. Prepare your agency for what's next with integrated solutions that scale, secure, and simplify to your IT environment. Explore innovative and advanced cybersecurity options at FortinetFederal.com. That's Fortinet.